0: What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace. This is Outlaw. Hey, listen to the 80s Babies podcast.
1: And on today's episode, we have our Baby Awards for 2021. Also yeah, yeah. known as our 2021 in review, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, so we be, you know, we we try to do this every year our annual re- awards. And as the awards unfold, um essentially <laughs> we're going to be discussing essentially what happened to us in 2021. And so, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, some big things happened for me I'll just go ahead and start In yeah. September of this month Or I guess October of this of, uh, of 2021 I moved in with my then girlfriend Now fiance And yeah, yeah.
0: Congratulations Thank
1: you, thank you, sir And before this I had, I had all my music stuff like um, I had like a routine with music, right? So I would okay. I'd go to Spotify And I had two automatic playlists That would always download for me The Release Radar and the, uh, and the Discover Weekly. And I would go through okay. and I would put all these songs into different playlists and this, that, and the other. And once I started the move-in process, essentially like in September and trying to find a mm. tenant for my house and all that stuff, uh, me and music just kind of like deaded. So I really <laughs> haven't listened to music consistently since September. Um, yeah. So all the a lot of the ideas that I had, I had to go back and try to find certain songs that I wanted. And then mm. the the other things that's been, been feeling my... Um, I guess my ear time, if you will, is just listening to sports podcasts, particularly Arsenal, yeah. just because I've been really infatuated with the Arsenal season, the Premier League season mm-hmm. right now. We don't have to get into it, but it's just been taking <laughs> my attention. So, unfortunately, some of the music stuff has has taken a back seat in terms of new music, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I think, um, you know, this year being the second year, a uh, full year of, of us being in this pandemic, mm-hmm. um, has also kind of changed. My listening habits And I think the listening okay. habits Of a lot of people So um, I have near, Not nearly as uh, Adventurous Or uh, exciting Of an end of the year As as you have uh, But I definitely listen To a lot less music Okay um, And I definitely listen To a lot more podcasts um, Okay and So I, I think those are some things Just from a psychological perspective That like Made me think about Just like the psychology Of, of like My listening habits Right And how like I listen to a lot of music when I'm doing things like Mm, when I'm commuting or when I'm working out or when I'm whatever right and when I when I do less of those things or when I'm more sedentary I have like less diversity in environments to like listen to different things and do different things Um, and then I think additionally there's a social element to you know our listening habits right and so like you, you know, when you're in high school, you come in every day and you debate with your friends about what the best album is or what you like or who's the best MC or whatever. When you're in college, same thing, you know, probably less class and more other stuff. But you're you're sitting in rooms and you're debating with the, you know, about all this crap. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, in quarantine, in the in the age of of Omarion, you know, uh, there's a lot less uh, uh, of that Omicron? social. Is it Omicron? <laughs> yeah, Omicron, Omarion. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's a lot less uh, uh, of these social environments where you're yeah. kind of sitting around and debating things. And so you're you're listening to less things that other folks are suggesting to you, um, you know, and maybe listening with less intentionality in terms of like, man, who who do I think is the best? What is my opinion on this? You know what I mean? So, So I have two follow up questions to that. First of all, yeah.
1: in given that you've been listening to less music. Mm-hmm. Has that taught you anything about yourself and the music that you re- you enjoy, or just anything?
0: Um. Well, one more piece of it that I didn't mention is okay. also like losing the the going out element mm-hmm. because there's a lot of music, and you talk about this a lot. I don't remember yeah. what you the term you use, but like music that you just listen to like when you're out in the club or you're group drinking music. or you're pre- okay group music right yeah. so there's literally no reason for me to listen to group music at all yeah. so that like that eliminates like an entire category of music and the struggle is that as we move into the the new millennium the new future whatever what we would call group music becomes more and more the popular or the main music that that people like or talk about right yeah um and so I like, I don't even know what the fuck this shit is. <laughs> like, I, like, I'm looking at, I'm looking at, and we can talk about this later on when we when we talk about kind of how we're doing our thing. But like, I look at these like year-end lists that, yeah. you know, everybody argues about. I look at the XXL freshmen and the this and the that. And half these motherfuckers, I don't even know who they are. and. Yeah. And I might know who they are if I was talking to other people who cared more about this shit than I do. Yeah. But I just don't care that well, much. welcome to my life yeah. for the past five years. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that, that's what it's taught me about myself is that um, the group music stuff almost entirely goes away when when yeah. I don't have a social element to my listening habits. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I don't listen to so much music when I'm like just working or, yeah. you know, whatever. I probably should be more intentional about listening to more music around the house and stuff like that. But I just, I don't do it as much as as I would have thought. I hear you. I hear you.
1: Yeah. Um. A very good example of the group music becoming non-relevant would be a song that you talked about. I think it was two years ago. Okay. You discussed your Guilty Pleasure song of maybe 2019. Okay. It's either 2019 or 2018. And that was the, the Mo Bamba song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and
1: that's a song that is like, it's not a good song, right? At all. But man, every single time that song Ooh, came out. on and I was out and I was drunk, did we not just get lit to that shit? And it oh, was me yeah. too. I mm-hmm. was one of the leading it. I was like, uh, <laughs> man,
0: that shit was so bad and so great at the same time. <laughs> But yeah, it's, um it's funny that it's funny man. I think you you're totally right about that song cuz I yeah, definitely yeah. have not heard that song in <laughs> at least over a year. But I know if I go out, if I go back to Chicago and I go hang out with my friends, that song's coming out. Like it, yeah. it's it's going to get played for sure. But um I'm I've like kind of retreated more into this like outlawing college frame where it's like when I am at the crib and I'm cleaning my yeah. crib or whatever, I'm listening to like soul albums.
1: Hey, okay. Like funk like
0: albums. I'm not I'm not listening to what's new, right? Yeah. So there's some artists that are new that I'm listening to, but even a lot of that, the people that I even cared about a little bit, some of that is starting to get old to me. Like I like I I've I've waxed poetic about Griselda and just being happy about them kind of trying to keep the flag alive for hip hop, but like Man, I got so bored with Griselda this year. And they put out some they put out multiple albums that I may have listened to, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I got you. So.
1: My other follow-up to that would mm-hmm. be the point about you listening to more podcasts now than you listen to music. Yeah. And I remember Panama uh brought up a point. I don't know if I saw this on Instagram or Facebook or okay. whatever. Yeah. But he 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 wrote, he said, I'm getting to the age now. Or I'm more interested in listening to information or podcast about yeah. music that I like yeah. than actually listening to music that I like. Right. And uh, for me, the, the podcast is more uh, sports related or even mm-hmm. movies. Okay. Um, But the music podcast, I could totally see that being a thing too. Right?
0: Yeah. Like I know you guys both love to wax poetic about the Questlove podcast. Mm-hmm. I so. think I think I like Quest Love's podcast because the people that are talking about music actually care about music. Yeah, and that's no diss to anybody else. You know, like I I listen to Joe Budden's podcast, and mm-hmm. they have like a whole segment at the end of every episode where they give their musical picks, and I just turn it off before that comes on. Right, like I don't gotcha. I don't care about his musical tastes, and he will constantly say. I don't know shit about hip hop. I don't I don't mm-hmm. care about any of this. I only listen to Snow Allegra and Summer Walker all day. And you can tell by his picks that that's his musical taste and that's gotcha. no diss. I, uh, both of those artists are great artists, but I don't respect his musical taste enough to care about what his opinions are. And gotcha. you know, with Drink Champs, it's it's another it's another hip hop podcast, but literally I follow the guests. So if they yeah. have a guest that is somebody that I'm interested that in hearing their story, I listen to it. If not, they don't have. They're not giving enough as as hosts to where like I'm I'm caring. So I don't know if I'm I'm at the stage yet. With the exception of Questlove's podcast, because again, mm-hmm. Questlove's guests are these funk and soul artists that I'm talking about that I'm listening to yeah. while I'm cleaning my house, right? So it's like these aren't people that are being asked to give interviews every day. They probably were twenty and thirty and forty years ago, but now it's like nobody's talking about them, and they they have great stories that haven't been told yet. And so that's what I love about Questlove's podcast. Gotcha. All
1: right. Well, that's kind of a, a synopsis of where we are musically in uh, in 2021 leading into 2022. So should we get into these awards? Let's get it. All right. So we're going to do most of the awards that we have done from the years past. We might have some new ones. We might have taken some away. And spoiler alert, folks, I don't have artists for all of these categories. So we're going to try our best. But hey... Um, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. So we're going to start off with the song of the year.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh I have one candidate that his I I came up with this for song of the year back when I first heard it. Okay. And I nothing has surpassed it. So we're going to we're going to go with it and that is uh Sir Treat Me from oh, the uh was it Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack? Yeah, yeah. Um that song was I think that was my most song, my most played song in 2021, with the exception of like this track from you know back in like 2008 that I was going back to revisit, right? Okay. Um But of like new songs, this is without a doubt the song that I listened to the most. Whenever it came up on the uh, on my playlist, um, I, I never shut it off. Sometimes I even have to go back and, and repeat it. I uh, yeah, this song is is what makes me really want to be a Surf fan, and I know you've been a fan of Surf for a while. Yeah, yeah. But you know when you combine the the musicality with what he's doing vocally mm-hmm. um it's just an amazing piece of music it's a good piece of song writing it's a good piece of song structure and it's just it has everything I need yeah. so that's that's my song of the year for for 2020-21 right. uh thoughts do you remember that song
0: I do I do because okay. you mentioned it uh when we did the Judas and Black Messiah uh episode. yeah what's
1: you? uh what's your song
0: of the year I feel like my song of the year is the right answer. And sure. it's like, and it's not even, it's not even from the perspective of like, this is my favorite song or anything like that. Yeah. But I think the right answer is Essence by Wizkid and Thames. And I feel like, you know, okay. this is the one song that anywhere you went after this song came out, it was everywhere. And um, while it did come out in 2020, it came out at the end of the year. It's, um, it's a I, I think it, song. it became the soundtrack of like 2021. And I think there was a lot of conversation, um, I believe it was the Grammys, that did their song of the year and it wasn't even a nominee, like it wasn't one of the the options and people were just outraged that this song, <laughs> it was not um, on the list, uh, the, oh, go ahead. No, well, I was just going to say that
1: I was not as out, I was not out as often as you were this year. Was this song more ubiquitous than Toast?
0: Um, It would have been the Toast of this year. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Um, and and my, my honorable mention is uh, is Damage by um by her. Okay, I figured you were gonna have a song by her. Yeah, so I mean I, I think Damage it might be her's best song. Um, but it is a really really good song. Um, it's it's amazing and it's it um it combines a lot of things that I love. And one of the things that I love is Crisis, who's a producer. Was a hip hop producer sell- selling beats on the internet. I might have bought mm. some back in the day, mm. but um, you know, this is a, a internet producer from Jersey who did hip hop beats, and you know, he kind of f- foraying into the the R and B space. Really, really dope piece of music, and um, great piece of songwriting, and and so it, this also came out at the tail end of 2020, but I think was one of the songs that I probably listened to the most in 2021.
1: Okay, cool. Um,
0: so. What do you have for Breakthrough Artist of the Year? Because I am without a choice. So I've got two. Um, All right. One I've got is Thames. Uh, I think okay. when when Essence popped, everybody wanted to know what was up with Thames. And, you know, she did a big concert in New York. Um, I think Sham covered it as a journalist. Um, she really, really kind of broke through this year. Um, mm. So that's my, my number one. And then my number two is uh, Larry June. Who is Larry June? So Larry June's a rapper out of California. I think he's from Oakland or San Francisco. San Francisco. He's from San Francisco. But Bay Area rapper. Really been doing it for mad long. And when Mm. I say mad long, like, my brother lived in Atlanta in, man, was it 08 or 09 timeframe? And, you know, he would tell me, like, yeah, you know, you make music on this Cali vibe. You should meet this dude that I'm working with. His name is Larry June. Like, Larry June's been grinding, trying to do his music thing for over 10 years. Mm. Um, and this was the year where, like, you know, he, he did a show at the Fillmore. Um, I, I rolled out there. And, uh, yeah, man, he tore it down. Like, it was packed house, sold out crowd. I was like, man, people know Larry June, like, everywhere on the East Coast. So, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to Larry June. I'm, I'm happy for him.
1: Do you think Brent Faez would, would have been a good candidate for breakthrough artist? I mean, we've heard his maybe name a couple a years ago. A couple of years ago, yeah. I feel it, like he's becoming more and more popular. I, Cause wasn't he on the Gold Link joint? Yeah, he was, but yeah, he. I feel like he wasn't necessarily a household name then, like he is now.
0: Maybe. maybe. I feel like that. I probably would have given him the breakout breakout back then. Gotcha. Or him or Gold Link, maybe.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. So, rookie of the year. I I have a candidate here. Who you got? So I have Wesley Joseph. Are you familiar with this artist? Nope. So Wesley Joseph um, is based in the UK. And okay. he, he does his rap thing. He doesn't necessarily sound like a lot of the grime artists that I hear. Okay. Um, but he's also a producer. Okay, and he sing. I think he sings as well. He's got this. But the first time I heard him was on the single called "Ghosting." Okay, and I I want to say that he's singing on it as well as doing the rap. And if I'm, I know he's doing the rap. But if he's doing the singing, mm-hmm. this dude is incredible as well. <laughs> like if he's doing it all together, like this guy is amazing. Right. Yeah, he has an album called a uh, uh, album out called uh, "Ultramarine" that came out in this year. Yeah, and I liked it. Um, I haven't necessarily had a chance to really sit with it the way I would like to mm-hmm. and that's a theme for 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 all the albums I've listened to um I just had didn't really get a chance to sit with any one album over over an extended period of time which is right. a shame um, but it just is the way it is but for me especially because I don't typically like a lot of male vocalists out of the UK Okay. Um, the female vocalists, I don't mind, but the, the male vocalists who rap, a lot of them just, they just don't really do it for me, which is also mm-hmm. a shame because a lot, I think a lot of them are working with some really in- uh, interesting instrumentation, a lot of really good production, better than a lot of the, the production that I hear here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but so for, for, for this artist to come out of the UK and for me to, for him to be so appealing to me, uh, that's my rookie of the year. Okay. So, yeah. Who Who you
0: got? Uh, mine is also out of the UK um, okay. My Rookie of the Year is Cleo Soul um, Oh, Cleo She's been out yeah. I feel like she's been out for a while though I don't know if she's been out for a while I'm familiar with two of her albums One from 2020, uh, Rose okay. in the Dark And then one yeah. from, from 2021, uh, Mother uh, okay. So I mean, you know, maybe she's not an artist, maybe she, uh, a rookie, maybe she's a, a breakthrough, breakthrough artist. But I mean, this was the year where I heard a lot of people talking about her. I even heard them yeah. talk about her on the on the um, the Joe Budden podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I, I fuck with Cleo so hard. Yeah. I yeah. like Cleo so a lot. Yeah, she fire. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's a good
1: choice. Good choice. <laughs> yeah. All right. So overall, solo artist of the of the year,
0: mm-hmm. I have no one. <laughs> so I struggled with this one, and I and I and I chose her. <laughs> Okay. Um, and you know, I I feel like it was a safe that was a safe choice, right? I didn't choose her because I don't know. Like, I feel like she had an amazing year or anything, or she's the most amazing artist. I, but but she is an amazing artist, and mm-hmm. and she does do a lot of amazing things. And she did go on tour this year in yes, the middle of a I was pandemic. That. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, props to to her.
1: Yeah, I, I like that pick. Um, especially when you when you mentioned the the fact that she went on tour. I mean, yeah. it's one thing to be putting out with music, but you're putting out you're coming out on tours as well, you're doing shows. Right. They're good shows too. Yeah. Um that, that's when I learned that she she plays a guitar, right?
0: Doug, she plays like four instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so uh, you know, I, I went and saw her at the anthem and uh mm-hmm. and she I mean she played the piano and she played the guitar and she played something else. I don't even remember. It might have been a string instrument, and then she went back to singing. I'm like, dang, okay. No. okay. <laughs> um, so group of the year.
1: Uh I have a group of the year. Who you got? So I have um the the Jazz is dead, which is the the Adrian Young and yeah. Alicia Hee Muhammad. Um they were all over the awards last year. Yeah. They're not as they're not as, you know. They're not as prevalent as they are in, uh, this year, okay. but they came out with more albums again. So they've got work with Gary. These Bartz, niggas got who, like seven hundred
0: albums. Huh? Exactly,
1: exactly. Okay. They got they got albums with Gary Bartz, who's a saxophonist, Zhao hmm. uh, Donato, uh, who is a pianist, and Brian Jackson, who is a vocalist. Okay. Um. And again, unfortunately, I didn't get to sit with these albums like I did last year. Like last year when they did the azimuth album i mean like that joint was on constant repeat in fact i think i mm-hmm. might have given that my album of the year okay um i was listening to that stuff a lot last year
2: yeah.
1: um but you know the fact that they came out with a- at least three more projects the ones that i mentioned and that they're all good
0: mm-hmm.
1: um for me uh, you know for the kind of music that i like for the kind of ear that i have uh i think they deserve to be on my list again so group of the year seems like a-, a
0: good slot for them what uh, so, what do you got i got an easy one man so sonic
1: Oh, okay um, Okay. Uh, you know it was The uh, yeah, Bruno a, Mars And uh, Anderson Park?
0: Yeah You know Like I feel like They kind of hit us With a surprise joint At the end of the mm-hmm. previous year And then like Then all of a sudden They were a group And it was like Oh shit These guys are actually Really gonna be a group And I feel like I don't even know If they were really Gonna be a group Like I feel like They put out a Lucy And then everybody was like Alright where's the album And then they were like Oh shit I guess we gotta make An album too So um, But yeah I got them as a group Of the year Okay That's not a bad
1: choice not a bad choice. Yeah. Um, Surprise Artist of the Year. Uh, same answer yeah.
0: for me. Silk Sonic? Yeah, Silk Sonic. Okay. What's I surprised guess the same, the that they were reason? going to be in a group? Is that is that your answer?
1: No, that's not my answer.
0: I think uh, you might okay. like my answer. What's your answer?
1: I'm going to go with Common.
0: <laughs> okay, wow.
1: Why? So, because, again, I have not had a chance to really sit with this album. But okay. A Beautiful Revolution Part 2. Okay. Based off of the few listens that I did give it, I enjoyed it. Now, am I breaking down all the all the lyrics cuz no, cuz two listens is not enough, not enough time for me to break down all the lyrics and say whether or not I like that. But okay. what I will say is I'm surprised because I'm surprised when I'm not surprised.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not surprised because this sounds like an album that Common should be able to do. But okay. I'm surprised because this is not the music that he's been making for like the past 10 years. Oh, okay. Right? He's so been he making like a lot of cares. really soft, safe, you know, right. we love Barack Obama music, right? <laughs> and and then A Beautiful Revolution Part 2, I feel like is the music uh, that he should be making. Okay. A lot more funk, a lot more Afro rock, okay. a lot more just good instrumentation, good vocals, good contributions, mm-hmm. good music. You know, for, for, forget the fucking themes and the, and the messaging. Like the music sounds good it's okay it's it's classic it's soulful but it's still edgy enough and modern enough that it that it seems like a good place for common okay and so yeah like given how i'm not always the biggest fan of some of his albums that he's released in 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 the 2000s and beyond Mm -hmm. for him to come out with this i'm like all right cool like
0: uh, i'll rock with this so word i didn't even listen to it so i have to check it out
1: yeah he has you know he got he got she on cootie featured featured on there he got he got a, a few a, a few artists
0: on there so yeah i so. think panama said this on the epi- the last episode we talked about common but yeah. like i don't be listening to comments no, <laughs> that, <laughs> like, that's
1: what that's why he was a surprise yeah,
0: yeah no that's a huge surprise if it's if yeah. it was interesting all right what is your moment of the year so my joint is hella silly, but uh my moment of the year is when Nicki Minaj tweeted about vaccines. What did she okay, I miss this. What did she say? <laughs> uh she tweeted that she, her cousin in the Caribbean took the vaccine and his testicles swole up, <laughs> and his wife, or he was engaged, and his fiance did not go through with marrying him because she thought he was cheating on her because he took the vaccine. (laughs) All right, when when did the story, I guess the story popped up with like last March or something? I guess, whenever the the vaccine first came out and everybody had their conspiracy theories about it. Yo, what if it's true though? Like, like, why would you lie about your, this is her brother? Her Her cousin or something like that. Why would she lie about that? What if she's telling the truth? I think her cousin might have just been smashing mad hoes dog like come (laughs) on your testicles swole up because of the vaccine like come on bro like we we could say you had an adverse reaction your arms (laughs) swole up you know whatever but your testicles bro come on man i feel you i feel that that's that's out there man (laughs) so then it became like this big back and forth all that you know because because people are out there with their pitchforks about this vaccine so you know the the internet, you know, literati came at her and they was they was they was coming at her tough and she was, you know, clapping back and it was a whole moment. So that was funny.
1: Well, speaking of pitchforks, I think yeah, I think right. I had the right answer, which is okay. the safe answer. Okay. and the serious answer.
0: Okay. It's the one we're still talking
1: about, and that is the uh January sixth.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the right answer.
1: That's yeah it's, it's not hip-hop related but it's not music hip-hop related, related but, yeah. at all yeah but it is it is the moment of the year at least for me yeah uh i remember you know i, I remember i was at work yeah and, and i heard about it. i kept seeing these tweets and we're kind of talking about it uh-huh. and it got to the point where it was like um someone was saying, like hey guys turn on the news like uh-huh. we we need to actually watch this and it, and it was crazy because we don't need to get we don't need to get too much into it okay but the crazy thing about it was that like this was so predictable, right? Like, we all knew that there was going to be something going down on the 6th. Like, we like exactly. we all knew this, right? And I think that the fact that the crowd gathered outside of the Capitol was not a surprise. Mm-hmm. The fact that they pushed through the fence was kind of like… Oh. Like, I wasn't necessarily <laughs> expecting it. But if uh-huh. you told me that, like, that had happened, I'd be like, Alright, yeah, I can see that. Yeah everything else that, 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 that happened and beating up police officers and shit like that, like all that stuff is like, yo, what? Yeah. That's the stuff I wasn't expecting. And that's the stuff yeah. that is just like,
0: guys, like what are we, what are we doing here? <sighs> yeah, it's wild. Yeah. I actually thought that that was going to happen on election day or the day after oh, okay. election day. And so yeah. uh, I moved back on election, like I flew back to DC on election day and I was actually really worried because I thought something like that was gonna happen. It mm. did not happen. Yeah. Uh, January sixth, I was in Jamaica, and oh, um and Facebook gave me a uh a reminder <laughs> that I tweeted the snarkiest shit ever, which is <laughs> prayers for my friends in the united States. uh but yeah, man, like i I was surprised but not surprised, right? like it was like I was like, dang, like you're saying they, I'm, I'm i'm it's wild that they took it that far, but you know, we knew these white boys was going was going wild out, though, like in some way, shape or form.
1: Mhm.
0: Yes. So that's my that's what I think is the is the true moment yeah. of the year. We're
1: going to be talking. it's going to be in history books. We're going to be talking yeah, about it for a while. For sure. So All right, so the next we have a new category. And in the past what we would have done is East Artist of the Year, West Artist of the Year, and South Artist of the Year. But because we don't have anyone in those categories, what we're going to do instead is have a Regional Artist of the Year mm-hmm. within the United States. Yeah. I do not have an artist, but Yinka, you do have an artist. So tell us who that artist is and what region are they representing?
0: Okay. So I got two. Um, my first is Larry June. I talked about him already. He's from San Francisco okay. uh, and he really broke through. My second is Boldy James. Uh, mm-hmm. Boldy James became a part of Griselda. He put out like two albums this year, I think. He put out one, al- two albums with Alchemist this year. Okay. So, um, So been very productive and he's from Detroit. So Midwest artist. So
1: is Larry June? Is that going to be a West Coast artist or a Bay Area artist? I guess that's both, right? Okay. I is mean, it a,
0: could be. A, I'm just saying, whatever region you want to, however you want to describe it. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I think I'm just I'm calling him West Coast, and I'm calling okay. um and I'm calling Boldy a Midwest artist. Okay, that's yeah. cool.
1: Um, yeah, I remember hearing you mentioning uh, Boldy James. I think it was last year. You talked yeah. about Boldy James a lot. Baudi. So. Baudi. is that is that who he is? <laughs> yeah. All right. So UK artists of the year. Uh, yeah. this is a, a a a new category, but I feel like we should do this because in the past yeah. we might have put UK into international. True. And, and you said UK like,
0: slash grime. So let's right. Are we are we specifying UK slash grime or just UK? Because Adele put an album out this year. That's why I'm asking.
1: UK slash grime. Okay yeah and so f- for me i'm gonna go with the same artist that i picked for my rookie of the year which okay. is wesley joseph okay i don't necessarily i wouldn't necessarily consider him a grime artist but i do he does fit into this category yeah he's definitely you know blacks quote-unquote urban yeah rap ish like he fits into this category um mm-hmm. all the all the things i said about him in rookie of the
0: year they apply here so that is my uk artist of the year who uh, yeah. who do you have um, I think mine is the right answer on this okay. one, <laughs> but uh, uh, but I got Dave, got? man. Uh, Dave, okay. Yeah, Dave had a hell of a year. Uh, I saw some of your homies in the in the, the international group chat, uh, you know, tweeting about him or or, or posting about him. But uh, yeah, he, he he dropped an album this year. Uh, his lead single featured Stormzy. It was big. Um, yeah, man. Dave was, was 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 all over the place this year. Okay,
1: this is another artist I haven't heard of. When you say Dave, I'm thinking I'm Dave. The, the Lil
0: dicky. <laughs> little dicky, little nah, dicky. That's who I'm thinking. Definitely nah is, not a hey, little Dave. dicky. I'll have to uh, to put you onto some of his music if you haven't heard it. Okay. All
1: right. So uh, international artists of
0: the year. Who uh, who do we have? I gave it to Wizkid, man. Um, okay, that and, makes sense. And and you know I feel like he gave us a great album uh, the previous year, and that album rode through the whole year. And he gave us you know the breakthrough artist of the year in Thames with with that same album. So uh, I, I gave it to Wizkid. How about you?
1: That makes sense. Um, I think that's probably the right answer. I gave it to Kebza the Small. And so, you know me, I, I like to give a shout out to the South African artist when I can. Okay. Kebza the Small is, I, I'm not even going to say I'm all that familiar with his catalog. And to be honest, I'm not a big fan of his style. I don't mind it. But I, I had to give him props because he is helping to kind of revitalize what I feel is the, is the South African house. Right? Okay. I feel like, after 2013 2014 a lot of the artists that i loved just kind of i don't know they they just weren't making music as frequently okay. and i think you know hip-hop was becoming a big thing in south africa which i never really understood but it is what it is mm-hmm. like i said i'm not from there but you know i i do i, I was really in tune with the sound there mm-hmm. but Kevs of the small what he does is he kind of pioneered this genre called Mapiano, and it's a form of it's a form of south african house it's very chill it's not necessarily as energetic. Um, and it's just kind of, I can't even really d- describe it. Um, but for folks who know, they know. Is it and similar Des- to Amapiano from West Africa? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Amapiano, yes. Did I, okay. I, I pronounced it Mapiano, I meant Amapiano. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you're familiar with the sound? Yeah. So Kevza Desmall is one of the biggest artists doing that. He probably helped pioneer it the most. Okay. And I feel like I saw his name over everything. And again, I'm not even the biggest fan of it, I don't mind it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't necessarily seek it out. Okay. Um, if I'm seeking out um, South African House, it's still black motion and they're number one for me. But Kevza Desmall did a lot of big things in twenty twenty. Um, I think he probably even twenty nineteen, but he, you know, twenty twenty one, I think he really like, you know, um put put a stamp okay. on, on 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 the South African house scene. So so good big ups to him. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I you know, feel like I have to shout him out here. Okay. All right. Guilty Pleasure
0: of the Year Do you have one? I do Alright, what you got? My Guilty Pleasure Song of the Year is Daily Bread by Rich Homie Kwan And it really shouldn't even okay. be a Guilty Pleasure Because I really actually like Rich Homie Kwan And I'm rooting yeah. for him But uh, man, he had a song this year And I loved that song I, I must It was like when my little Spotify rap came up It wasn't my uh-huh. top song But it was among my top songs Like I must have played it a lot this past year
1: The last time I heard of Rich Homie Kwan was a. Oh, whoa, whoa.
0: What was that song? Yeah, that's the last time I heard of Rich Homie Kwan. I love Rich Homie Kwan, man. Shout out to him. Who you got? All
1: right. So, my guilty pleasure song is um, SDAB, also known as Shake That Ass Bitch, (laughs) by. You know what? I forget what the main artist is. Whoa. But the two featured artists are the most important ones, and that's 2 Chains and Juicy J. Okay. And let me tell you, on a song like Shake That Ass Bitch, it is as ignorant as you want it to be.
0: Um, is he it, said, is Juicy it just J. a remake of the Luke song? Nah. Shake that ass, bitch. And let me see. Shake it that ass, oh, okay. bitch.
2: Shake that ass, bitch.
1: Yo, Juicy J says something like she gives me
2: heads. It's
1: great. It's ignorant. It's ratchet. And it's like if I were still clubbing, I would want to hear it every time I went out. That's hilarious. That's okay. my guilty pleasure song of the year. It's awesome. Song. I haven't heard it. <laughs> All right. Uh most consistent of the year. Um, I have a couple choices, but who okay. do you have? Who you got? So, one I already mentioned with my group of the year, Jazz is Dead, but I'm not okay. going to do that. Um, this could actually probably even be Sleeper of the Year. Okay. But I'm going to go with Tall Black Guy. Okay. And the reason why is because he's not a guy who... We've we we we've never really mentioned Tall Black Guy on this nah, podcast. Nah, but shout out to him. Yeah. And he's an artist who I know that obviously I'm familiar with him. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you're familiar with him. But we... Yep. He it's just kind of gone unsaid. We, he's just never really popped up on this podcast. But he did three albums this year. Oh wow, I didn't know that. And um, he did I think two two solo albums, and then he did an album producing for this other guy. I forget the other guy's names. Okay. Uh, my apologies to that other artist. But um, and it's all it's all good shit. If you like mm. Tall Black Guy, um, this was a good year for Tall Black Guy in my opinion. And I'm sure he's got a bunch of remixes because all of his remixes. That he does are, They're always fantastic Yeah So um, you know We haven't really mentioned him On this po- podcast before I know Nate Jeezy Will be happy That we <laughs> gave a shout out To Tall Black Guy But anyway oh, yeah. He's going to be my Most consistent of the year Who do you get? Whole...
0: I got and This might have even been My same answer as last year But uh, Hitboy and Alchemist Oh okay. um, that, yeah That makes sense Yeah makes and, sense. And, and I gave Nas An honorable mention Because Nas put two albums out With, with Hitboy this That's year true. So. That's true That's yeah. true He did He did Yeah um, Do you have a producer of the year? Hit boy, hit boy, hit boy, i.e. in the building, West Side, what you got?
1: Uh, I'm actually going to go again with Tall Black Guy. Okay. Just why not? Yeah. Um, because I, I, liked, I liked the albums that, that he
0: put out. Um, I enjoyed them, so yeah. yeah. All right. Biggest disappointment of the year. Who do you have? So I got two candidates. Um, One is Drake, which okay. was Drake our, our disappointment of last year? Or, uh, maybe. or, or he's been he's know. been the biggest disappointment yeah. at least once in the past. I feel like Drake is disappointing. I feel like See Drake the lover boy. Yeah, yeah. You know, he held on to his album and he kept saying he was coming. And that album sounded like the throwaway albums that have come before it. Mm-hmm. Um my my second choice is actually, and this is gonna be really unpopular, so go ahead and boo me in the comments, y'all. But uh Isaiah Rashad, man. Um okay. I like Isaiah Rashad, I like his projects before this. Um I was really anticipating this album but I was not feeling this album. I felt like he took multiple major steps back lyrically. Um I felt like he kind of tried to make music that aligned with maybe the trend of of how things are going mm-hmm. and 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 I, I felt like it was a swing and miss. So um okay. and TDE they have like really good quality control. So for them to put this album out I was I was kind of disappointed in it. But um, gotcha. yeah, who you got? I don't necessarily like my choices, um, <laughs> but let me just
1: explain them. So my first choice was actually D Smoke. And the reason why is because okay. I was really looking forward to what he was going to do this year. Okay. And I kept I kept waiting and anticipating for his, for his stuff to drop. Yeah. And all the little uh, snippets that came out, I wasn't really feeling them, okay. feeling them. He had this song come out in 2020. At the end of 2020, it was called It's Alright, It's Okay. And I loved it, right? Okay. But then when I went back... Right before this episode, to to actually see, had he done anything? He did. He came out with an album called uh, Warren Wonders uh-huh. and it dropped in September. And of course, I stopped. I wasn't listening to music from September on, uh, so okay. I missed it. Okay, so I, that, that doesn't really count. So I don't. I don't know if this album is any good or not. Yeah. So he was going to be my choice, but now I feel like I can. Yeah. I get to go back and listen to it. I'm gonna give D Smoke Kermit the himself. benefit of the
0: doubt, man. That yeah, 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 yeah. I hope so because yeah. I was
1: really look, looking forward to him. Yeah. The other one doesn't necessarily. Ah, it's weird. At the end of last year, I said that one of my other most anticipated was this guy called Farhat. Uh-huh. He was this Afghan producer, yeah. or I think he's Afghan producer from New York. Mm-hmm. And like I, had, I had just discovered him at the end of 2020, and he was putting out like these singles that I was really, really excited about. And then when he did come out with his album or whatever it was, I just was really disappointed mm. to the point where I haven't even gone back to listen to it. I was just like, yeah, this isn't this isn't as what I wanted. So. Right. But i feel like you know i don't want to diss the guy either yeah. um but that's kind of like that was just a personal disappointment for me because i was okay. really anticipating what he had and it yeah. just it wasn't there for me so
0: that's cool. yeah uh disappearing act of 2021 what do you have same disappearing it, same, act, kendrick come outside bro like you know um, I, I i get that you you got pg lane going you want to you got a new label situation you yeah. dropped one verse in the last like three years bro like just drop something, please. We we we're, yeah. we're waiting. Yeah. Who you got? That's that's mine. That's the same thing. Yeah. In
1: fact, I almost thought about putting Kendrick in the in the disappointment just because mm-hmm. you know Drake came out with his album, mm-hmm. Kanye came out with his album, and everyone was talking about like, oh, now Kendrick's gonna come out. He didn't, right. which is good on you, Kendrick. Don't don't release something because yeah. somebody else. You feel you feel the pressure. Yeah. But, but I we, mean but like we, dude, three years, we, we three
0: years in saying the same shit. So now uh, is it's it, like It's right.
1: three. I feel like it's four. Well, I guess Black be. Panther soundtrack. Yeah. But I Black feel like Panther. Damn came out in twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen? Twenty seventeen, right?
0: Right, yeah. Yeah. So that's like four years now. Yeah. So Black Panther was 18, right? Yeah. All right. So we'll give him that. We'll give him yeah. that. All right. Most L's taken. Uh, who do you have? so i don't have a who and i think we've done this before but i said hip-hop um we lost okay. a lot of 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 you know great talent uh, again mm. this year a lot of great people and i mean like we just as a community need to embrace each other more and stop killing each other um so i, I mean I, I felt like hip-hop took a lot of l's um you know rest in peace to i can't sit here and name everybody because there were okay. so many people that we lost but um rest in peace to all the artists that we lost this year that yeah. is the,
1: that's the more serious answer. I was just thinking about uh, baby, but I mean, I don't know. <laughs>
0: baby definitely took some L's and shit. <laughs> I feel like he took some L's. But he also, like, he had, like, a lot of, his, all his L's were self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like somebody else. did something to him and he was in a, it was literally just but him doing bad stuff.
1: In, in the years past, I gave uh, DJ Academic most L's taken and they were all mm. self-inflicted as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I kind I kind of want to listen to DJ Academic again just because he provides me with a lot of entertainment. Yeah,
0: because the
1: guy's just a fucking idiot, and I don't mind saying that. Like, if he heard this podcast, I hope he, I wish he would hear that, hear (laughs) me saying that, because that's how I feel. The guy's a fucking (laughs) moron. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Next.
0: (laughs) All right, Queen of Queen of Twenty Twenty, who do you got? Uh, Queen of Twenty Twenty Two, uh, and I've got. I'm sorry, Queen of Twenty Twenty One. Who do you got? Or 2021, right. I've got Doja Cat. Okay. And 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 here's and here's why. I don't like Doja Cat. I've never mm-hmm. liked Doja Cat. But you know, typically I give this this particular award to like somebody who's kind of like taken over to where I, I can't I don't hear about anybody but you. Mm-hmm. And like Doja Cat, despite showing feet in racial chats. Despite all the other wild shit that she's done, uh, you know, moo bitch, I'm a cow. All this other ridiculous shit that I hate, <laughs> she still managed to just continue to stay low, keep firing, putting out music that people care about, uh, appearing in the right place. She was on Little Dicky uh, that Dave show uh, yeah, in the yeah, last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Like she, she's she's getting all the right looks and she's doing her thing. So shout out to her. I got her as queen. Who you got?
1: I mean, I was gonna give her a shout out, but uh, okay, this I'm not even. I can't even. I don't really have a solid answer for it. Yeah, either a Queen yeah. of 2021
0: or a King of 2021. To be honest, yeah, okay. My King of 2021, and you know, again, this isn't saying that I love this person's music or anything like that, but it just is what it is. And that's Little Baby Man. This again, this, yeah, man, this dude, Little Baby okay. Man, he's everywhere, and it's like you, you, you hear people that you respect. People you don't respect, people who uh, don't even seem to listen to hip hop, and they're like, "Oh man, little baby would have floated on this. Little baby floated on this." And it's like to me, all his verses sound interchangeable. That's just me, you know. Go ahead and kill me in the comments on that one too. But um, but yeah, man, like, dude is really out here eating. So shout out to him, okay. King, King of twenty twenty one. Alright. Do you have a a comeback artist of the year? Maybe Nas again. Okay. I don't, I didn't know. What about you? So I have uh, several candidates. Um, okay. The first easy one would be uh, Jules.
1: Okay. Just because we were kind of disappointed. Like we were, I remember you first mentioned Jules. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. You first mentioned Jules on the podcast mm-hmm. maybe two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. It's talking about how you had know, producer of the year shout out right. or international Art, artist of the year, one of
0: them. Right. And
1: then last year, maybe, maybe for a, a while, he's been making music that was just like very like, safe. Nah. Yeah, I agree. But 2021, when he popped up on my playlist, I was like, all right, like you're back. Like, he's back. Yeah. Is, yeah, he's back. So I got to give him a shout out to, to him. Yeah. The other one isn't necessarily surprising if you're familiar with this artist, but they just, they haven't come out with an, they haven't released an album since 2015. And that is Iatus Coyote. Are you familiar with this group? No, not at all. So ever. Iatus Coyote, um, Anderson Pock sampled one of their, their records for, um, I think it was the Malibu album. I forget the name of the record, but. If you heard it, you'll you'll definitely hear the sample. Okay. I like and that album. Uh, they're from Melbourne, Australia. Okay. They're kind of like they're kind of like Little Dragon, a little uh, okay. bit, okay, but way more funky and esoteric and like they just have a lot of good stuff. Um their album that they came out in in, in 2015 is really, really good. Um mm. but though they have an album came out this year, which was um was it Mood Valiant? And again, I I haven't had a chance to really sit with this album as much as I would like to. But the things I've listened to so far, I've enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And so a a couple songs in particular, I'm like, yeah, this is exactly why I love a group like Iotis Coyote. Coyote. So, yeah, I might have to send you some of this stuff because they're really good. So for them to come back out, I was excited and the album didn't disappoint me. So I'm going to give them comeback artist. Dope. Yeah. All right. Uh biggest troll or most controversial of twenty twenty one. Who do you have?
0: I just put Kanye again. Kanye? Who, oh yeah, who you got? So
1: I think that's a shout. Um you're in particular you're referring to the uh the drink champs uh episode,
0: right? Mainly, yeah. I mean, you know right. the, the little things that we've seen of him, he's he's still said he's he's Red Hat and mag it up, so
1: right. All right, so I have several different possibilities here. Okay. Um there's that one. There's also the baby. Uh so possibility, right? Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm also curious and I'm not I don't I'm not up on pop culture but I'm curious. What about Lil Nas X?
0: That's actually a good pick. And you know, I think there are certain individuals that we know, we don't have to name them, who would be mad at that as a pick, but I actually think that's a good pick. Well, it's it's not a diss though.
1: Yeah, right? like,
0: like me calling Kanye West a troll. Like
1: that's for to the to the extent that I can diss Kanye West, that's a diss. Like I've, me calling Lil Nas Exetrol isn't really a diss. In fact, mm-hmm. it's actually
0: kind of a, a, it's actually kind of respect. I feel like many people, oh, not many people, some people think that or feel as though maybe he's less trolling and more kind of punching back at things that have attacked him or his identity throughout his life which I don't know this shit comes off as trolling to me. So I think that's a good. Well, it it's trolling, but it's also like it's it's also like intentional calculated
1: trolling that is very mm. effective. Like the reason why I kind of I kind of want to give him a shout out here is because I think he actually understands the me, uh the media machine very well. Yeah. And does whatever he does very appropriately. Yeah. Um so for me calling him a troll is actually kind of giving him props. Yeah. If you
0: I will. think I think the only person who seems to understand media the way Little Nas X does is Jack Harlow, and okay. I feel like that kid Jack Harlow, like it's so it's so funny to me. I I, I watch the stuff that people post and stuff, and it's just like y- y'all do know, like this is literally just conditioned to give you a headline that you yep. enjoy, right? But but I mean, it's it's great. They do a great job with it, and it it was really funny that they paired the two of them together with the Lil Nas mm-hmm. X and Jack Harlow doing the music video and the song together as well, because it's like those two they got this media shit down pat got gotcha.
1: you uh i had two other picks here
0: okay um the
1: other one to 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 i guess call back to the moment of the year would just be the fallout from january 6th mm-hmm. all of the trolling that we've heard we've had to hear from right-wing republicans in particular and, and anyone who just trump supporters who just <sighs> defended what happened and Bro. you can you can take your pick right but like, just the fallout from it is ridiculous. Try to pe- people who try to tell us that it didn't happen, that the that they were it was antifa, that um, the whole thing about the stolen election, just anything, like take your pick.
0: Low key, I'm tired of hearing about it, to be honest. From both from both sides, because I, I think because I think the left side, the left is full of shit too, right? Like, oh, and girl, they're all just like, oh yeah, see, these people are terrible. We've been telling you for so long. It's like shut the fuck yeah. up, like. I don't know. I'm tired of hearing about uh, January 6th, personally. That's fair. That's fair.
1: <laughs> and the last pick, um, I would say maybe Dave Chappelle's The Closer, which is a special <laughs> that I loved.
0: I thought it was great. Okay. but I knew you, I knew you would like that.
1: Oh, I love it. <laughs> and I know some people, in fact, my fiance was like, you like that show? But I'm not even sure she listened to it. I think, oh, okay. I'm not even sure she watched it. But I know some people who thought it was very controversial. Mm-hmm. Um, But I loved it. I thought it was... I, there was there was only one remark he made in the whole special that I was like, all right, I, you probably didn't need to re- make that remark, yeah. which is when he said that he he called himself Team Turf, mm-hmm. and while I understand why he needed to do that, it kind of mm-hmm. took the joke out of it, mm-hmm. and it made everything way more political than it needed to be. Yeah. But aside from that, like I kind of understood where he was coming from on everything, and mm-hmm. I I thought it was funny. I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. So, but I, I know I, that that was a controversial moment.
0: I personally felt. Like, a lot of it was controversy for controversy's sake. And Mm -hmm. I felt like he got his point across in minute five and then just continued to double and triple down on it in a way that I didn't understand. And and the reason I say that is because I do think that Dave Chappelle is one of the greatest of all time, right? And Mm -hmm. so, you know, in in that he is one of the greatest of all time, I expect GOAT-level performances at all times. Yeah. right and and so you know rehashing yourself or you know doubling and tripling down on the same point that you made in minute 5 i don't i don't know that i need it and 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 i don't know that i need it from from a goat personally and and i don't I, know. I don't know that you know a lot of, this isn't even a uh, this isn't a popular or unpopular take it's just my take no that's fair that's yeah.
1: fair i think i think there was a lot of a lot of good good uh
0: commentary throughout yeah I think um, I think he's really good at one doing comedy that isn't even comedy like like him yeah. and Chris Rock are, are are the like probably the only two in our culture that really do that and do it well and and consistently but um also just like I don't know just like this this whole kind of just like deadpan political commentary I he just he he's kind of has his 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 own uh approach and I I appreciate him for it all
1: right, so do we have a sleeper pick for 2021?
0: I do. All right, what you got? Stove God Cooks. Who who? <laughs> Stoveguard Cooks. That's uh, a really good name. Yeah, he's got a great name. Um, and he uh is affiliated with Griselda. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, dude, just I mean, yo, he he's got it, man. I think he I, I think I might have mentioned his album in last year's uh wrap up. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I might have said, like, I just wish it was mixed better. And, and I still kind of feel that way. Like, he has certain records that I just I just wish they were mixed better because he's so talented. Like, he, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, Graff or, like, you know, Joe. I'm familiar with Graff. Okay, or, or, like, Joe Budden when he was a mixtape. But think, like, that type of, like, wittiness of a mixtape rapper. Um, he does rap a lot about coke and, and selling selling and everything, which most of these rappers in Griselda do. Uh, but then he also has a little bit of a voice So he kind of like he, he sings some like really clever hooks And stuff like that too I just think he's really really talented So he's my sleeper pick I, I think more people should listen to Stove God Cook Okay
1: cool
0: yeah.
1: Um, Next up we have uh, Executive of the Year uh,
0: I don't have one again I what think you, I'm going to go with have? the same one I had last year Which is guy. Yeah. Okay yeah. that's cool do we need to rehash it, or is it just that Griselda put out a lot of projects? Not sure? really. It's it's more so that Griselda put out a lot of projects. Um, they made moves from like so. Um, Benny the Butcher signed to Def Jam at the end of okay. this year. Um, they came off of uh, uh Eminem's label uh, uh Shady uh, this year to entirely do their own thing. They signed Boldy James. Um I think they signed Stove God Cooks I'm not 100% sure that he's he's under their banner but they're like they're making acquisitions and and you know like actually building up their imprint and I, I really respect that. Okay. Cool.
1: Um so now we have a we have a new category this year and that is discovery of the year. And so this is yeah. I guess you can go one of two ways. Um basically an artist that has been around for a while that you just kind of found out about or an artist
0: that you think everybody else found out about so what do you uh what's your your take on this i don't even know if i have one for this um i can say larry june uh because i you know i've always like i said i've always known about larry june my brother told me about him in like 09 or 2010 or something so i'm like i've known about this person but like this was like the year that i was like man like this dude is like me if I was from the bay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Like I, I just I love dude's vibe. Like he's just he's just like a chill dude. And so like I went back and listened to like a lot of his old projects and found that there were multiple like old songs and things like that that I really liked as well. So I like okay. Larry June. Who you got? Uh so I have two. Okay. So one
1: is um a group called, I think it's 30 over 70. It's literally um the the number 30 okay forward slash excuse me the number 30 forward slash 70 so i don't know if that's 30 over 70 30 70 i don't know what that is okay but this is another group from Melbourne, Australia similar to Iatus Coyote. Okay. Um and their sound actually kind of sounds like Iatus Coyote. Okay. And I went back to to listen to a bunch of their projects cuz they they popped up on my discovery playlist and I went then I went back to go listen to everything. Okay. And I was really vibing out with them. Mm-hmm. Um I even recommended their music to a few of my friends who I know like Ayidus Coyote, so mm-hmm. That's my discovery. That's my number one. My number two is this guy. I think his name is Mark Ribele, or I don't know how to pronounce. Oh, his name. the dude, the
0: dude that does the Loop funny Daddy. videos. Loop Daddy. Yeah, uh, Mark yeah. Ribele. That dude is funny as fuck. Yo, and he's so really two, talented. He is really talented. So yeah. for
1: those who don't know, um, he'll 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 write a song, he'll make a song, and then he'll record a video of him like making the song live, if you will, like yeah. constructing it. And he does a lot of different different things. Um, he has this, the the way I, the way I really started paying attention to this guy was this video that he put out called, um, I want to die. I want to mm-hmm. die with you. And it's just like a, like up uptempo kind of like house dancey track. Okay. And this dude is wearing like this fitted, fitted white sweatshirt with the sleeves rolled up. He's got this like gold watch on. Okay. His, his microphone is like, like a velvet rope. He's got this <laughs> long hair and these like sunglasses on. And he's got his sweatpants tied, and he's just doing this whole like he's a skinny,
0: funny-looking white dude (laughs) (laughs) with like a bathrobe on and no shirt, yes, like just singing in his boxers. He's hilarious, and and he but he's like so like what I love about it is that he's so into the music, like
1: he's so committed to what he's doing, and like he's really feeling his own creation. And and I just dig that about the dude. Then to come to find out, I actually have a couple of his songs. That i had put on my playlist without even like really paying attention to who the artist was oh okay. and so and then i went back to go listen to some of his old stuff and yeah, yeah so he's 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 one of my other uh discovery artists from from 2021 he's hilarious can i add yes, one
0: sir. yes please do um i i i i quote unquote discovered this dude i accidentally heard this guy um he's from the ie um his name is triz t-r-i-z-z okay. Um, I heard him on—there's another artist that I'm familiar with, but he just happened to come up on, on my Spotify randomly, uh, an artist named Chewy. And mm-hmm. and whenever I listen to myself, which, you know, hey, shameless plug, right? Whenever I, I happen to listen to one of my own songs, I always get recommended this artist Chewy after afterwards, right? You know how Spotify okay. will play something that's similar to what you're playing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they played this artist Chewy, and there was another artist featured— named triz okay. and I and and he was killing the song and I'm listening to I'm listening to him and I'm like oh man he's killing it so then I I go in Spotify and I go to find another song by him and I hear the song and he's rapping about the IE and I'm like oh she's from the IE okay what is the IE? so uh, the Inland Empire that's the area oh, of okay. Southern California where I'm from oh okay. um, and so so yeah I listen to more of his music and uh, anyway you know he's uh, he's an artist from from the Inland Empire uh he's been making music for a while i think the the older stuff that i saw from him was like 2016 2015 something like that so dude is really dope though so shout out to him cool
1: um do you have a best cover or a sample um, I, I probably do, but I just I'm kind of out of touch with my musical taste, yeah. so I couldn't find one that I liked. Not like last year. So
0: this one, I just I, I picked my most recent one, and mm-hmm. and it was because of how impressed I was with the ballsiness of this choice. Okay, um, and it's that? Alan Stone. Is this love? Um, so you know Alan Stone? He's that white dude with the long hair, and he does those videos where he like he's it's like him singing, but he's like in a living room or something. Nah, but I'll I, I have to look at it. There's and a video did Bob that... Bob Marley? Yeah, he did Bob Marley. That's, to, to me, that's ballsy, yo. Like, I, okay. I, I ain't never gonna cover a, a, a Bob Marley a song unless I know my shit is tight. So uh, okay. anyway, uh, come to find out, because I actually ended up looking it up. He actually did this cover in like maybe 2011 or something. So probably around the time he first went viral. But he actually went into a studio and recorded it and released it this year. So in okay. 2021, this is out on Spotify. You can listen to it. And it sounds great. I mean, they, they did great with this song.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, You know, I have one. It's kind of from 2020, but I didn't hear it until 2021. But okay. whatever. Did you hear Lion Babe cover Most Def, Umi Says? No, but
0: I'm not a huge fan of hers. Oh, I like Lion Babe. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Okay. It was um, good. I liked it. But I like Lion yeah. Babe, though. Yeah, and so, you like and you like Umi says, of course. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 So, all right. Um, do you have an up next for 2022?
0: I do, um, and it's it might even be the same one that I had last year. Um, I think Blast still has more room to run. Oh yeah, yeah. You um, that, yeah. yeah. He blew. He kind of blew up this year. He was on Snoop Dogg's album. He was on everybody's album. But mm-hmm. he was on um, Nas's album. He was on Rick Ross's album. But I think, okay. I don't think he's had that like light bulb moment to where like people are looking at him and he's not just like a featured artist. So I okay. I, I, I still want to put him as my up next. Who you got?
1: Uh, I don't have one for up next. Okay. I don't. Um, Sadly. <laughs> Do you have anything
0: for uh, most anticipated 2022? Kendrick, come outside, Kendrick? bro. Yeah. Come outside. You've been our most anticipated for the last three years. Like come outside, bro. That's
1: gonna be oh, yeah. my pick as well, yeah. but if not for Kendrick, I might go with something like from Earth Gang. Okay, Earth Gang or um, I like Earth Gang. who's uh, 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 uh Spillage Village? Yeah, that's yeah. the reason why like I'm gonna them. say most anticipated is because mm-hmm. that's the group that I plan to really get into uh, this up this upcoming year. Okay, Spillage good. Village,
0: I like them. Yeah, um, yeah. I, the one other person I'll add to this category, and it's just me calling niggas out. Come on, come outside, Drake. Um, mm. I really think that. This album that he put out this year sounds like the leftover shit from some great album that he has tucked away somewhere else. If that is true, Drake, come outside because, you know, doing I'm Too Sexy for My Shirt over again ain't working for me, bro. Like, you got to do more than that. And, and I, I get that. Like, that, to me, that sounds like the throwaway record. Typically, when he puts out an album, he has a throwaway record that he gives to DJ Khaled. And then him and DJ Khaled come out and they're like, oh, we, we did a song together. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. This is my throwaway shit. And then it's like, then he puts out God's plan or he puts out something that's his own shit that's way bigger than whatever that throwaway was. That's not what happened this year. We got the throwaway and they put all their marketing dollars behind it and that was the end. So I think that in 2022, Drake, you got to come better than this, bro. This wasn't it.
1: Can I tell you what I think?
0: What you think? I think you're wrong.
1: I don't think he's going to come with it. Really? (laughs) Nah. I mean... Look, if he does, think he's done? great, but like, it's not that he's done, but you have to also understand too, okay. that like, you hate him. It's not that I hate him. It's just that I think we hate him. <laughs> Who's we? Right? You and I. I don't hate him. Here's the thing. I don't hate him either. Okay. But there's a lot of music that he
0: has that we're like, yo, this is shit uh-huh. that I know people who are like, nah, man, this is awesome. Yeah, that's true. But you know what, I, I, you know, and and thank you for adding me to this group chat, but you added me to this group chat and I don't want to call, I'm not going to call the name or anything like that, but there's a bunch of cats from the UK in this group chat. So I spent yeah. maybe a solid week. Those are, those are my fellow gooners. So, <laughs> shout, you know. shout out to, to R Snow. I'm trying to say it like y'all say it. Um, but, you know, so, so you know, we, I'm on this group chat and, and I'm I'm having conversations with these cats that are actually in the UK and I'm I'm giving them my perspective as a guy who, you know, I'm completely devoid of context. So mm-hmm. there are certain artists that we like because we like them, or we relate to them, or whatever. I don't have any of those, those things. So I am just listening to this stuff, and I either like it or I don't like it, and I can give my perspective from this outsider's perspective. So yeah. I'm talking about all these different people, and somehow we come to Stormzy, and you know I bring up Stormzy, and they're like, "Oh, Stormzy shit," and I'm like. Well, you know, like why is he shit? And like, and I'm 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 drilling down by Ishikawa 5 5Ying it, right? Like I'm asking like why, 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 and and they can't give me a legitimate music based answer as to why Stormzy's not good. And so I give specific examples. I'm like, um, so they like Dave. We talked about Dave, who I I mentioned, and this big song that Dave has that was his big single featuring Stormzy. And I said, "Well, Stormzy, his verse on the Dave, he killed that." And they're like, "Yeah, it was all right." And that was the moment when I said, "Stormzy is Drake in the UK." Yo, really? niggas hate him for no reason. And I, and, <laughs> and, you know, like, like Drake is is he does have a good amount of shit that I don't like, mm-hmm. but but he he's making music for a lot of people that are not me and you. Yeah. But but I can't hate on the his five a.m. If there's a time on the shit. It's probably good. And so like yeah. every Drake pro- project has at least one or two records that are for me and my type of hip hop fan. And he does that well in addition to the other things that he's doing well for other people. So like yeah. to me, you can't say Drake is not good. You can say he has certain musical output that you don't like, but I don't, I don't feel like you can genuinely say that he's not good. Look, I would agree with you. But my okay.
1: point is that is that he's gonna come out with something again that you're gonna be like, yo, this is trash, and other yeah. people are gonna be like, this is great. That's my point.
0: Yeah, that's that, that might be true. But but did people say that Champion Lover Boy was great? I know some people who loved it. Ha, huh.
1: okay. Dude, I know folks who love every single thing that Drake yeah. does. Like, genuinely love
0: it. Cause like I feel like a lot of what I heard was that it was what you were talking about group music. Like, people wanted to talk about Donda versus Champion Loverboy. It wasn't, I love this piece of art. It was, this piece of art is what we're talking about now because it's out and this guy doesn't like this other guy and they're both really popular. And that was but all this, the conversation was.
1: But this was my, this is one of my main frustrations with mm-hmm. music now, especially with someone, I guess, who's my age okay, or demographic. And that's kind of loaded just because it it has there's a lot of context to what i'm saying one okay. is how old i am is two is my my living situation my everyday situation mm-hmm. my musical situation right it's just not what it used to be right right so the take all that context into it but like the, like there are times like when i like a song okay it also becomes popular that i get excited like so for example <laughs> cardi b did up uh-huh i like that song okay it was a popular song So I get excited Because I'm like Oh no I'm still I still kind of got it A little bit Right (laughs) Or like Or like when Migos did um, Dance with my dogs In the night Stir fry right You know I loved that that shit And that that, that was a hot single Mm -hmm. Right So I'm like Okay I still kind of got it Mm. But then like you know, I, I hear some of these Drake albums, and <laughs> I actually didn't mind Scorpion. There, there's yeah. quite a few songs on Scorpion that I like, particularly I non-stop mm-hmm. with uh with Take Keith Yeah. That uh is a it's a really uh it's a really not a stop watch shit don't, don't have it's like I fucks with that shit hard, right? Uh-huh. But then like I hear some of this other stuff and I'm like, nah, this is this is crap. Mm-hmm. And my other friends who like Drake are like, nah, that this is really, really good. It's like, what is it? Yeah. And mm-hmm. even remember, even remember when um uh, Panama had, I think, it wasn't his cousin or like his his, his in law or it was his nephew. His uh-huh. nephew and his friend were on his podcast, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how they they went away to, w- to school, and one of their friends had, was just was still listening to views, and that's all they listened to was views.
0: Uh-huh. And it's just like really, like yeah, really, <laughs> really. Wow. I think their ears are different than ours, though. Th-
1: they're ours, but but yeah, that's yeah. my point, though. My point is that, like, it's actually kind of hard to to debate this stuff now. Yeah, whereas, whereas when we were coming up, like, when we are in college,
0: mm-hmm.
1: music is kind of centralized enough to the point mm-hmm. where we all kind of have, like, a, an understanding. And if someone had a different opinion, it was easy for us to see, like, where they came from. Right. They're either like, all right, you're just, you're just, you're just wrong. You're someone who just like they needed, they need to see the video first to see if it's hot. <laughs> Shots fired. Or, yeah, or, true. or they, they just like they, they, they hear different. They hear music very differently. Like, mm-hmm. like, like. So for example, on our Facebook, um, we have uh Tej, um, he when he when he gave like his top twenty five list, he listed a lot of MCs who I didn't know, but like his tops were like. Black Thought and um, and MF Doom, so I was like, oh okay, I can't really disagree with you because you come from a completely different space, mm-hmm. but I but I recognize that different space. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like people coming from like like yeah like, like like take take us three right like like take you me and panama okay right some of the things that each of y'all will like and we we'll all like it's just like we just see it like completely differently yeah and then to hear other people's feedback on this it's just like <laughs> i can't even keep up like to the point yeah. where it's like why am i even trying
0: i think the age difference is 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 important right because like mm-hmm. it provides just like a lot of context about how people's like ears are conditioned I think, yeah. and, and, I, and I don't think, like, I try not to fault anybody for that, right? Like, mm-hmm. the context of their generation being different, we're yeah. probably not going to see eye to eye. But what I do, not. what does make me feel like, um, you know, Smokey the Bear in the forest when the person throws their cigarette and I just have, like, a <laughs> tear. I'm the Native American dude with the tear, you know, rolling down his eye or whatever, right, is... um. You know, the fact that a a lot, if not all, music discourse isn't about music anymore. And so when you talk to a lot of people, especially a lot of younger folks, about music and like why they like the music, a lot of times they can't give you actual music related reasons why they like the music. And so, you know, whether it has to do with the bundle packages that were created to put that, oh, yeah, you know, well, Jay-Z put this album out and he sold a million copies before it ever came out because he did a deal with Samsung. I don't give a fuck about Samsung. Is the album hot or is it not hot, right? So like the fact that most of our musical discourse has nothing to do with music is what hurts my heart when I'm having these conversations.
1: So I'm actually gonna play devil's advocate and I cannot believe I'm doing this, right? <laughs> but here's just a devil's advocate thing. Right. I th- I think that you can actually say the same about a lot of the music from our era. The okay. Differences. The differences <clears throat> the music that we thought was hot because it was genuinely hot was also the same music that was hot for all these other bullshit reasons. <laughs>
0: okay i hear what you're saying and i actually agree with you like like i I actually agree with you i feel it because look look like let's just take let's take let's
1: take biggie for example right okay or we'll take biggie and jay-z those are two easy ones Mm -hmm. um like biggie had like Puff daddy gave biggie all the image you Mm -hmm. you could want like biggie was was everywhere and that that bad boy lifestyle yep um, it was an experience Like Panama said Like it's an experience Right mm-hmm. But like When you go through And really pick apart the music And you pick apart the lyrics It's like Nah This dude is fucking genius mm-hmm. And if you took All that marketing out of it And you took all the beats out of it And you just let the dude spit It's still dope To us And so Same thing with like Jay-Z Right mm-hmm. Like alright Jay-Z You know you, you He's got big pimpin' You've got this This big beat by by Timbaland They're on a fucking yacht mm-hmm. Going to Going to, 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 to Carnival and you've got all these dime models and, and, and bikinis and, and thongs and shit, right? right like right. that's great. Mm-hmm. It's hot. But like Jay Z also has bars. Right. You know, and I get so what you're I think it's possible. Like here, here's an even better example, right? You did you genuinely like um No Limit or Cash Money when they first came out?
0: I think No Limit came out early enough. They did. To where I I didn't, I didn't my opinion wasn't entirely formed. But I definitely okay. didn't like cash money when they first came out. How do you
1: feel about that music from that era looking back on it now?
0: I think a lot of it is better than I gave it credit for when it first okay. came out. Right. And so I think that like that's kind of part of it
1: too. That mm-hmm. while we thought the music was whack. And we probably thought, first of all, the the music was not something that you and I were, were particularly used to. Mm-hmm. We might like a hit here and there, but in general, we we didn't think that the rappers took the rapping seriously. Like it was all right. it was all fun and games. Right. Anyone can kind of do this, right? Mm-hmm. It was just like your average man getting up on a microphone, not mm-hmm. not necessarily like earning his stripes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, but there were we thought that everybody just liked the appeal of it. And then you go back, it's like, all right, well, people did like the appeal of it. But, but there's, there's actually this. Some, some, some there's right. more to it than we really gave it credit for. Right. So now I need to wonder. Like listening right? to
0: like Project Pat and stuff like now. Nah. Exactly. Right. I fuck
1: with Project Pat. Right. I'm not going to
0: buy his album. Right. Right. But I fuck with Project right. Pat. There's something right. there. Like, like anybody, any any guy there. on the street couldn't do what he's doing.
1: My thing though is that I wonder how this is going to apply to today. And so mm-hmm. it's very easy for us. To say what you just said, which is like people aren't even talking about the music now; they're talking about all these other things. Okay, but,
0: that's fair. What if there is some genius here that we're just not understanding? I see. I I don't agree with that. I don't point. think there is. I don't, I don't agree think with there that is. Point. I I think I agree with your first point though, mm-hmm. which is which is right. Previously, like in our time frame, the the music industry had a lot more cycles and and gates that you had to jump over to to be a successful artist to be successful mm-hmm. enough that i'm going to see your video on MTV or whatever right yeah. to to get to that stage you would have had to have a certain amount of talent or a certain amount of appeal something that people saw in order for them to invest everything that they've invested in you yeah nowadays it's 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 not that at all right like it's 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 democratized um it's People want to have a direct connection with their fans. And anybody that has shown or demonstrated that they can create some sort of a connection, they will put that kind of budget behind. So, mm-hmm. you know, the whole idea of like the person that's getting the big budget also being the person that's that's doing some sort of a differentiated s- style or type of music, it, it's much less likely. Like it, it happens But it's not, it's not the rule. It's more so the exception. But people don't even need do people need budgets to like get big now? But I'm not saying that you need a budget. I'm talking, I'm giving your 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 hype Williams example at the beginning of of this conversation, right? Which is like, it's like back then we're these kids, right? And we're seeing these larger than life images, and we're like, oh my God, that's so cool. But -hmm. then we're older and we're unpacking it and we're like, man, like this was also an amazing piece of music, right? Nowadays, it's much less likely that the the, the budget is going to get bestowed upon some piece of music that somebody spent a million years trying to dissect from a million ways to show this differentiated talent. I feel like the budgets go behind something that is, you know, I've heard it called least common denominator, right? Something that, that, as many people as possible can relate to because it's something that's just so derivative, and I feel my, like that's where the budgets go.
1: But my point to that would be, I think a lot of that music that gets big and goes viral doesn't mm-hmm. even have a budget behind it, right? Like we'll take like Lil Nas X, um, although he did get Billy Ray <laughs> Cyrus on his joint. Right? Like, Come on, bro. I feel like okay. This so this nigga has I million
0: dollar budgets on on everything he's doing now.
1: Now, but like, did he start that way? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like someone finds someone hacks into some formula that works yeah they manage to go viral and then they get a budget investment after the fact yeah to get there they didn't necessarily need that like i'm just guessing Uh uh-huh
0: that is how it it kind of works right like you you demonstrate that you have some sort of appeal that people on the internet are clicking on you or people are downloading your song or whatever and then you take that and you say hey look fifty thousand people said they like me and then it's like okay let's inject more money into this to multiply your 50,000 to become 500,000. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. you know, The thing is, saying this, mm-hmm.
1: it kind of makes me wonder about like all the execs back in the day who were responsible for putting music out. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did us a favor by filtering some of the garbage. For sure.
0: A hundred percent. But at this,
1: I, I feel like, I feel like the, the only difference is, is that back in the day, right? Like you had to show, you had to earn your stripes in several different regards, right? You had to come up with something that kind of sounded different if you will
0: mm-hmm.
1: um you had to show that you could do it at shows you had mm-hmm. to show that people people liked your sound right. and then you had to show like an exec con- convince an exec that like you were actually decent mm-hmm. and i think the last part is what is removed now right An exec doesn't care if you're decent or not so long as all the other pieces come into play so I, if people like you then it's fine that's
0: all we need i think the part that's removed is actually um a r so previously, yeah, say that, right, yeah. so previously, right, you come in the door, you'd be like, yo, I got this artist, his name is Outlaw, he's dope. And then they'd be like, all right, all right, we're, we're going to work with them. And then they would pair mm-hmm. you with somebody who was responsible, who they already had an artistic vision. And was yeah. responsible for teasing out what about you is going to make greatness. And that mm-hmm. person might send you back to the lab. You might come and be like, "Oh, I did this song," and they'd be like, "No, nah, that ain't it," and send you back over and over and over again until you have something that they think that they can actually work with. And yeah. and now that is entirely gone. That piece is is not there at all. Yeah. So. um so I, the only other one we
1: had to do if we're going to oh, go right. back to uh go back to the awards to wrap it up okay. is album
0: of the year, but I didn't really have any good choices Did you? I had two choices and an honorable mention. Um All right, what you got? So my first um I'm a, I'm going a to give to to Tyler the Creator. Uh
2: Really? Shout out okay. to Tyler.
0: I think I think, you know, and I think I'm giving this more as a populist uh, opinion because okay. you know I've listened to this album maybe three times. I don't listen to it every day or anything like that, but I thought it was a really good album, and I thought it was really nostalgic that he had you know the DJ drama drops on it and everything, and the samples. I really, really thought it was really well done. Okay, um, I'll have to give it a listen. Have you ever heard it? No. When did uh, it come out? Uh, maybe September. I mean, then I missed like it. That. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then my other one is actually Dave, uh, my UK uh, artist of the year. So um, he has an album called We're All Alone in This Together. Um, And I really liked it. And I thought I thought he really did a good job. I thought it was really introspective. Um, Yeah. And and, I mean, he has a song called like Three Rivers, I think is what it's Mm. called. And the song is about he's narrating the journey coming as as immigrants to the UK and facing like you know discrimination as these as this immigrant community but like still you know building a strong sense of this community um but yeah man i mean it just i i think you know it's a really good album he has a he has a song about um you know being a nigerian immigrant kid and you know, facing poverty and living a bunch of people to a house and being an illegal immigrant and being afraid of being deported. Like he, he just has like some some good songs that are really about some shit. So, okay. shout out to Dave. And then my last is an honorable mention, and <laughs> I probably shouldn't even do this, but I haven't even listened to this album. However, every almost every end of the year album thing that I've seen of from someone that I respected. This album was here or this artist was here. Little Sims. I don't know oh, if you've heard her. Um, yeah. she's, she's Nigerian. I think she's from the UK. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even really familiar with her music. But the fact that like everybody is raving about it. I'm like, you I need to listen it to it. Yeah. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I've heard enough of Little Sims that I think you would like her. Word. I haven't heard her. So shout out to her.
1: Yeah. She's one of those who, like I said, I'm not a big fan of the male uk vocalist mm-hmm. the female uk uk vocalist for whatever reason i can tolerate them a lot easier not just tolerate them i actually enjoy quite a few of them yeah whereas kind of the opposite is the case for american mm-hmm. it's like it's weird right like with the exception of megan the stallion and i guess cardi i don't know a lot of female vocalists that i hear americans i'm not really feeling them as much okay is i don't know it's weird it's weird when with this and this is just for rapping, mm. right? But like the UK sound, like I don't know. Mm. Because I don't like I don't like a lot of the male vocalists. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's just a weird thing. So um but yeah, Lil Sims is Lil Sims is nice. Yeah. Yeah. The only other ones I have are, you know, I mentioned I mentioned a couple. I mentioned uh Aedis Coyote, Mood Valiant. That was that was one of the more interesting ones I liked. Um also Wesley Joseph's uh Ultramarine. I think is I think it's worth a listen. The only other one I haven't mentioned, um, which again, I, you know, it's just a shame that I haven't really sat with with any of these albums. Okay, but that is Leon Bridges' Gold Digger Sounds. Oh, I he came out with another I didn't album. Know he had one this year. Um, yeah, it didn't disappoint. I'm not sure if it was as good as his last one, but mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Okay, so yeah, so that's the only thing I have for album of the year. Dope. Cool. So yeah, so that's gonna wrap it up for. Uh, 2021. So you know, happy New Year happy to all new of year our to, your... to all our listeners.
0: Yeah, man, I spent my New Year's Day, you know, watching DeMar DeRozan hit the three <laughs> at the buzzer over the Wizards Outlaws team to put yeah. them out, put them down. MVP, MVP. That's fine. Hey, you, you guys are number one in the East yeah, right now, right? and we were number one in the East by 1.5 games. Let's go. No, that's fine. That's fine. We <laughs> we had that title for like a, a week. Yo, I told you Kuzma was gonna be nice, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah,
1: but we we've kind of we've kind of regressed to the norm, I think. So Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I mean I think I think you're gonna your your team needs a little bit of leadership. But you got you got all the pieces, you know? Like I, I like that team. Man. I think we,
1: team. we we don't we're no longer hamstrung by the albatross of John Wall,
0: John Wall's contract. <laughs> or Russell Westbrook. Yeah. We're no longer hamstrung <laughs> by that. We we have yeah. flexibility, we can do things. Yeah. So I heard John Wall wants to come back. Y'all gonna sign him? Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Oh man. Anyway. Alright, y'all. Peace. Peace. Jump in that. Sum in that bitch. Jump in that. Jump in that fire.
2: Come in that bitch. Hit in that fire. Jump in that whip. Come in that bitch. Come in that bitch. Ho Drum in that Drum in that bitch. Up. Circles, it's a bird, bird. Take him to the potty, he's a nerd. out. I ain't seen niggas hit corners in the motherfucking burbs, Pop bout, bout, done politicking with the competition, what's the word? Put that on my mama, nigga, eight in the process. Nigga trying to tippy toe through the progress. tongue tied when the truth is an object. What's the pros and the cons of this next check? Wasn't nobody round, I was independent. In the 97, boom with the windows tinted. Had a bum Party. Who the fuck like the in a party? Beat him up, beat em up, beat him up, beat him up. I was seeing double in the projects, mad at myself, when to put it to the side. <laughs> Mama had to cater for the cook that we rode at the school on the way to pies. And niggas wanna play both sides, just a red dot, don't get on the wrong red eye. It's a headshot, then can't woo them guys. Fuck around and bag two of them guys. <laughs> I'm OD in Paris, I'm OD in France I thought that I told you I need the advance Put down your IG and look through my lens A million to grandma, who did I offend? Me, girl of your dreams, to me as a fan I netted 10 million and did a little dance I'm fucking the world, I am in my pants My Uncle G told me that I had a chance So then I popped out and did it again And did it again, and did it again I cannot respect them, where did he begin? Advice from the council, let nobody in Been swearing through rumors, avoiding the trends And ducking the holes. I'm ducking the loony the shows, I'm grateful to and He opened up doors. They bung on their tour bus to come and compose. I reach to the stars on my tippy toes. This greatest success where most niggas fold. I tell you my past. That shit don't get old. But how could you ask? Like I don't be writing my raps. The critics got everyone tapped, You gotta relax. The city where nobody sleeps. Just tap in and that's where I'm at. Ho. Smoking on your top five tonight. Tonight I'm smoking on your what's your name?